Hey guys, Mike here. As always, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Uh, on this podcast, Benjamin Real and Brett Neffendorf, they call in. They're from Waterfeather Boats. Waterfeather Boats is a newer company uh, making some really slick, super versatile, 100% U.S. made uh, layout style boats, but they're so versatile uh, in the sense that they aren't just layouts. They are uh, they can be used as open water layouts. They can be used as marsh layouts, river layouts. Um, they can be fished from different species. You could probably boat fish from them because they're they're super uh, uh, buoyant. Uh, they they don't flip. Um, really sweet. They got dog pads on the back. They have a concealment system. They're working on a dog box concealment system for the back of it. You can put a two horse motor on this thing. Um, only weighs 58 pounds. You guys are going to enjoy this podcast, especially if you are a waterfowl hunter. Give this a listen. You're going to want to hear what these guys have to say. Super legit down to earth, folks. Um, as always, we're sponsored by Triptych Multi-Tool. Uh, we're sponsored by Swamp Stick. Sean over there at Swamp Stick. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. You're going to get a bunch of info from it. Thank you guys for listening. Hey everybody, Mike here. Uh, welcome into the Mountain Marsh Podcast. I got Ben and Brett here with Water Water Feather Boats. Um, can you guys uh, introduce yourselves? Tell you guys, tell everybody who you are, where you're from, uh, just that kind of stuff. Yeah, first off, uh, my name is uh, Ben Real. I am the vice president of Water Feather Boats. Uh, I am a native of uh, Terre Haute, Indiana area, which is on the west side of Indiana, over by the Wabash River. I currently reside in Charlestown, Indiana, uh, right outside of uh, about ten minutes north of Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, Water Feather, um, our our you know our headquarters is in Evansville, Indiana, which is about an hour and thirty minutes from uh, where I live. But I commute and then work remotely with our with our team. But yeah, that's me. Yeah, my name is Brett Neffendorf. Um, I'm a native of the. Portland, Oregon area, um, and I'm now residing in the Louisville, Kentucky area, and uh, was a big waterfowl hunter out on the West Coast, and uh, now out uh, what you consider the the Midwest, I guess, and um, yes, yeah, so I've been out here for eight years now, but originally from the West Coast uh, in Oregon. Nice. Uh, so kind of two different walks of life there. 
Um, like two two different areas. You guys are from a v- very different areas. Drastically different. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome, man. It's you know, I think to add on to that, I think that is the key to our product and our customer base is we're pretty well rounded, we're pretty versatile, like our boat. Like I think the I think the the pitch for our boat kinda of unofficially is versatility is what's the most valuable and and, 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 and you know, whether you want to use it for fishing or recreation or hunting or big game hunting or waterfowl or dragging down the field, laying it like a, you know, like a, like a layout blind where you don't want to lay in mud or, you know, there's just so many different ways you can use our product. And that's kind of how it was for. And I think it's been, it's commonly overlooked, but I think every customer that we have noticed that like, Hey, I can use this thing for anything. And it's like, yeah, that's the whole conversation where your wife says, we can't even get your son's bike in the garage. We've got three boats in there. It's like, why do we need three boats? We don't. We need one boat for three things. So that's why well, we got it. Right. Yeah. I uh, we, Let's get in a little bit to it. Then I, I want to let everybody know, like, the reason I found out about you guys was social media act- actually through uh, Instagram. And when I first saw the boat pop up, I, it might have been a sponsored ad, honestly, that I had seen it. And it pops up. And I'm like, man, I followed you guys right away. I was like, this thing is is perfect because I obviously there there are plenty of layout boats. There are plenty of uh, your beaver tail styles. There are plenty of kayaks. Everybody spray painting an old yellow kayak, or they're spending two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars, and so I like everybody kind of has their own niche. Or you're a, you're a boat hunter. If you have a V bottom, you might be sea duck hunting on the bay. You know, I hunt Chesapeake. You know, there, we I got buddies who sea duck hunt out of their boat. The other guys only sitting on sand flats. The other people are only scooting marshes. Uh, so this that's what really drew me to this product. And I'd really like to get into the nooks and crannies of what this product is and, and the reason it's so different. Yeah, no, I mean, man, that was pretty comprehensive. Um, yeah, I, I think what we realized pretty quickly, um, you know, we were initially started out as four normal guys that were sitting around over some drinks arguing about, you know, what we need with this, that in terms of just for ourselves. And, you know, we've got, you know, we had, we had a guy, a buddy that didn't have a truck. So it's like, you know, he always wanted to go hunting, but couldn't find a way to get his boat. You know, it's like, can he put it in your truck or on your trailer or in your boat? Or then you got a guy that, you know, the boat, the boats are too narrow. And then you got a guy that's got a dog with no boat manners. that's going to tip a boat over and risk losing all your stuff. And, then you got a guy that, you know, like me and Jeff, our, our owner, that, you know, we like the big game hunt. I mean, we recreationally duck hunt, um, mm-hmm. which I think the, the duck hunting community is, is a totally different community, which they're very inspiring. It reminds me of my previous career, which I was in college baseball for almost 20 years. Um, and, you know, it, it's a very team, you know, oriented, like you're eating breakfast, you're, you know, you're talking, you're conversating, you're, you know, you've got a dog, you're, you know, you're, you're actually talking to the animal. It's, it's different than, you know, you hunting the rut and trying to hide two buddies in a, you know, in a jack pine that's as big as your thigh, you know, it's, it's hard, you know, to do that and kill a, you know, a trophy animal. But, um, anyway, you know, the first customer that bought our boat, you know, was like, I'm going to take it out in the ocean. And we were like, uh, okay. Like, really? Like, that's <laughs> the we, we, we took it to the Coast Guard and had it certified. We knew we could do it, but it kind of was out the, at the, like the boundaries of our realm of like, our boat's going to be in the ocean. And then we realized, you know, with, you know, Pacific Northwest with all the rivers and, you know, the, the still waters of the Midwest and then, you know, the, the, the sloughs and mud and, you know, or the coastal waters of the muscle beds. I mean, it's just, it, it literally 
can check all those boxes, which I think that's what's led to this being lightning in a bottle. I mean, it's just the company was an idea. We designed a boat. We manufactured ourselves, and it went from we're in business to where you could not even keep up with the demand. Uh, and thank you for the follow, and thank you for anybody listening. We we just we're just normal guys that are just honestly trying to bring just you know our idea. It gives me goosebumps saying it. Just a, a normal guy that gets one day or two days off and wants to go out and you know you know make the most of his time. It's like you want. You don't want to be wrestling with it. You don't want to be. We just wanted something that it was functional, and um, and that's you know really is the, I think the heart and soul of our whole team is like we are made up. We were owned by a veteran. We have employees that are vet, you know you know retired veterans that like service before self is literally the epicenter of of our operation. Man, we just want to provide people something that they enjoy to follow, look at, use interact with comment i mean guys will be chirping us on our instagram and we're like hey thanks for just chirping i mean it's fine i mean like we understand that you know like guys say well it doesn't really float my boat well that's fine you guys can buy something else and just like we used to it's just we feel like we just appreciate people sharing their thoughts they're giving us any any of their energy they can because it literally that's what makes us come to work every day yeah, no, that's I I think that um I think you guys have a great background it seems like and and also to to touch back on what the boat itself is and and kind of what you guys have created. I, we can get into it here in a minute like the engineering and things like that, but first I want to I want to do something real quick. I want to lay out um what I did is I just went online and I wrote down here uh, a lot of good points about this boat and uh so i wanted to go through and say so the weight the weight of this thing i i run a kayak and ascend h12 this thing is like 10 pounds lighter than my ascend kayak uh both are roto molded but yours is somehow lighter even though it's like wider and i I don't know how that works uh the payload 320 pounds that's plenty of weight you you know you're not gonna run a uh 12 dozen well, what what I mean is like you're not even gonna run like a twelve dozen spread. Like this this is a boat that's very versatile, but it, most people aren't gonna be setting long lines with this thing, so that's fine. Like your your weight limits aren't burning people. Um, three inches of draft loaded, nine feet in length. Uh, transom rated for uh, a two horsepower up to a two horsepower motor. Veteran owned, made in the U.S. Uh, this. All these points I just touched on are like they're all winners. I there's no I don't really see anything here that's an issue. <laughs> like I, there's there's nothing that's really an issue. Yeah, yeah. I want to interject real quick, I, I, and we appreciate that. I think that was all kind of leading up to you know in, entering the market. But for us, the it's the first one man boat that one man can actually handle in my lifetime. Like I mean this. Like I cannot tell you how many boats that I owned that it was a wrestling match. For my, or yeah, just like gear, space, you know, like, you know, and then this kind of leads me to probably the, the inception of the company is it, it needs to be a documentary. And we're actually working on you know, with Chris and kind of building it like a little 20 minute, like little documentary on the, the, the whole company because it's, it's pretty cool. Me and Jeff are owners. So Jeff was my first recruit when I was at the college, you know, 15 years ago, I don't know, 18 years ago now. And and uh, anyway, he graduated and joined the military uh, after his best friend was shot and killed by a sniper in Iraq and fought for our country and got out and, you know, went on some business ventures and, you know, 
you know, long story short, me and him were out hunting um, uh, in 2021 in a kayak and almost almost died. Like we almost turned it over in a in a in a stripper mine pit that it filled in. And I'm going to tell you right now, with the amount of clothes and gear that we had, I mean, we, we had we had life jackets on, but we would have literally been just like the top of our heads would have been sticking. We had so much wool on; it was brutal winter, cold, um, and it just it scared the shit out of us. It was it, it it totally disrupted. Like I don't know, like we have children. It's like your kids don't care if you bring a trophy home; they just want to see their dad. So anyway, we're we're, we're on a hunt, and we we come across. Um, this mom and pops, um, boat company that, that, uh, this guy had offered, you know, he, he had mentioned it was for sale and, you know, it was, you know, very reasonable, but it was like, man, this thing, you can't turn it over. And, uh, the, the, the gentleman was an amazing guy and he, he, it was more like a legacy that he wanted to kind of pass on, but, you know, there wasn't, there was a lot of things that we thought need to be you know, remedied. But anyway, we ended up buying these boats and then re- ended up buying the company. So we owned the, the mold of the boat and people love these boats within our region because you, you couldn't turn them. And we started thinking about this, you know, you know, Christian McCatton, who is one of our dear friends, he's our general manager for water feather. You know, Christian is like an NFL nose guard. Like, I mean, this guy is a grizzly bear. Like you can't lay down this thing. I mean, you can't fit him in a deer in it. You couldn't fit him in two dozen decoys with a dog in it. So we thought, Hey, we need to make it wider. You know, then we then we got, you know, a buddy that doesn't have a truck. It's like, we need something you can strap down, like, to the top of an SUV or throw in the back of a, an old SUV with, a, you know, the back hatch window opened up. Or you could lay it on top of another boat in the back of a truck. So, we, you know, we added scupper holes into it for balance and stability and, you know, kind of, you know, balance, but also for, you know, tethering and, and, and you know, making it more portable. Um, you know, like I said, gear storage, you know, how many, I don't know about you guys, but I own a lot of junk and I always like to, I have nowhere to put it except I guess in my garage, but I wanted to take the junk with me hunting. Well, now you have plenty of cargo space where you can put game. You know, I grew up running a trap line. You can run a trap line, you know, the USDA of, of different states have bought our boats for trapping. You know, you can put 80 pound beavers, a thing full of 220 bears, and drag it around like a, like a water sled and, it, you can use it behind a side by side to drag out to a field and drop it off with your stuff in it. I mean, we made it to be as functional, but also most importantly, we made it for your kids to grow. Like that's that's my biggest concern. I think for all of us that water feather is the future of hunting, the future of our traditions as hunters and outdoorsmen. Is you can, I would absolutely feel confident with putting mine and Jeff's children in these boats or, or anybody's and taking them out and fishing and letting them learn the outdoors and putting their puppy in there that won't, that's not broke, that wants to run around and, you know, like stand up on the side of it. You're not going to turn it over, you know? And it's, so I think that leads us to all these key points. And not only that, we are domestically produced. Like we employ people in a community to build our boat and, you know, help with logistics and customer support and, you know, just like this is, we want people to, and, and we said this in, as an idea, but it's really come to life that like, we want this to be like in the fabric of our community, man. Like we want to make this at home and we were offered to make it overseas, obviously right off the bat. One of the people that tried to buy us out wanted to move it overseas. No, we're not like we, we would kill the company before we let it go be made overseas. It's not happening. Like it's just, you know, we're not, you know, we, 
know, Jeff took the oath to defend and you know, serve every American in this country. And that's, you know, what we do by doing business here, protecting jobs, protecting people's, you know, hunting experiences, protecting their lives in the hunting experience, you know, and, and, and growing, I think, honestly, the backbone of our country, man, the, the blue collar guys, man, like that's who we are. We're just normal people. So, yeah, it's, it's nice to hear that because you, yeah, you look throughout the all hunting industries and, and it's kind of a shame, uh, but especially the waterfowl industry, man, there's, there's companies just in the back of their name selling products that don't hold up as well as American made products. And, um, and they're selling them for twice the, the amount of money and, and they get the sales because of a name and that, so that kind of bugs me a little bit. I look into things like that before I purchase things because it is, uh, it is, it's a big deal to me too, because if, if I'm going to spend that money, uh, why the hell would I spend it and support another country? It, that wouldn't make any sense to me. So, uh, but yeah, yeah no, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. great that you guys, uh, you guys do that. Cause there are not, you know, other than G and H, I can't tell you another mainstream company in the waterfowl industry. That's even trying to do this. I, I don't know. <laughs> so and I'll tell you this, that, that means so much to us that just for you or any listener that, that feels that way, like, you know, people have strapped up and died for that. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, we, that means more to us than you'll ever, you'll ever know. Like we, we fought to keep it here. And, and, you know, like when we launched this company, I mean, it was just like, well, maybe we'll sell a couple. I mean, we, you know, like, honestly, like it wasn't, it wasn't like, I mean, and people buy our products, the number one comment we get back to customer service is like, why is this product so cheap? It's like, we just, that's not the goal of the company. The goal of the company is to is to be somebody that people trust. To be to, to be a good neighbor in a cul-de-sac. Be somebody that you want to live next to. Be somebody that's not got their tree stand sitting on your fence line. Be some you know, pointing at your side. Be somebody that you know will call you when they're tracking a deer on your property, or you know they they you know their, their dog gets lost and they want to go over there and look. Just be somebody that you you. Yeah, you would grant permission if they do it the right way, but you won't if they do it the wrong way. It's like we want to be that person that is going to treat you right and be somebody that's an ally, you know, for for customers for as long as we could possibly envision it. Like that's our goal. I mean, it's just uh, be so. And, and I tell customers this all the time, and in outfitters, we just want to earn your trust in your business and your loyalty. We want to earn it. Like make us earn it. We'll do it. Like. I own a business uh, here. We we do like real estate preparation work, uh, rental uh, reset work, and projects like that. But we're we're local, um, obviously, because we we do the work we do. I, you know, I'm not going to go any more than an hour and a half here from home or whatever, two hours. But um, I mean that that's how we are here, and that's how we've we've created our backbone in a completely different. Uh, completely different setting we've created our backbone the same way and it's worked wonders for us because people trust us you know when you, you know, trust and what you guys are doing it can still be very lucrative and the reason is when people trust you then they're your they're your your people they're you are their people they're your it's hey when i need something or you hey you got you need a bug just call them like those those are the guys like and that's how it'll end up well, being I mean, you know yeah and we found out people like will call us and just say Hey, I got, I got a question and they'll, they'll say, you know, what are your ideas on this kind of setup? Which I, you know, me and Brett were talking about, um, you know, tonight it's like, it's, and that's why I've even wanted to, you know, 
it's really inspired me as a, as a 40 year old dad and, you know, a guy that's kind of reinvented himself in terms of, I, you know, I worked at, I worked at, you know, a whole nother career for 20 years and I, 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 I made the transition because that's my commitment to Jeff and the guys. And these guys played for me at the college, but I, it's not even that. I just, I, I, what they stand for is like, there's no other more virtuous existence than to stand alongside people that literally would die for you. I mean, like they, like they would do anything to help you. And that was kind of my mission as a coach for, for 20 years. But um, I love that. And I think our initiative in, in inception, and I, it will, it will always be this way. And, you know, and I, I tell people all the time, I give you our word from our whole admin team. It's like, we're all the same. You just have different names, haircuts and faces and what body types or hunting styles or whatever. It's like the, the core value is just leaving something better than we found it and just putting others before yourself. You know, if you interviewed our whole team and said, if you could write your eulogy, how would it be? It would be saving somebody's life. I mean, it, it literally, I mean, that would be the way we'd all want to go out. And I think if somebody calls you and says, I've got one day to hunt this week, how would you do it? And we're like, well, gee, I've never hunted the ocean, but you know, it's like we, our team will yeah. sit there and literally call people that we've met that are, you know, I mean, like I, I, I you know, Anthony Babich, um, you know, he's up in the Northeast. I mean, one of the best humans I've met, just a, just an amazing person. But like, I could call Anthony and say, Hey, how do you hunt sea ducks? Like, I've never done that in my life. We have a customer that wants to know they have one day to go do it. They want to do it. And he would say, have them call me. Like, I mean, that's the community that we've tried to build. Um, and I know it's, it's new. And like, we, you know, we may trip on our shoelaces before the finish line. Maybe, maybe I, I got to call the back, you know, and, and customers, if they're listening, they can relate. I, I may email them or text them or call them back at nine at night. And they're like, man, Ben, thanks. You didn't have, I'm like, I'm so sorry, man. And they're like, you're the VP. It's like, I'm the janitor. Like, that's how we all are. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's just for, you know, obviously a business set up, but like, we're all last, man. Like, that's just what we stand for. And um, I think our customer, like yourself, seen us and following us i think i've started to figure out that you know this is more than you bought a product and you leave like we're here to you know like all the pictures that we all the media that we have you know we, like we hope customers we say it all of us do to our customers like share your adventures with us like that's what fires us up it's like wolf of wall street we're like beating our chests watching people hunt and it's like on their days off man they want to go out and enjoy themselves and make memories and and like we want them to be positive and, and just play a small part in that um, for us is is a dream come true. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. That, one thing you touched on earlier is is the changes you guys made from the beginning. Um, what are some what were some pressure points that that led you to make certain changes? Like, what are some changes that you guys may say? Like on the back, I know on the back of the boat, there's there's like a dog platform, like. What, what led to that? Like, was somebody like, hey, my dog can't sit inside. I wanted to sit on the back. Like, did you guys do that or what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, hey, my, my favorite dog is deaf because it's had a shotgun barrel over its ears its whole life. And, you know, I mean, it's kind of, you know, funny, but it's a, it's a fact. I mean, you want to, you don't, you want to, that, that could limit your, you know, uh, a tool for a hunter in terms of long longevity for a dog, safety, um, you know, putting, uh, making it polyethylene and not fiberglass. You know, fiberglass, you can, you know, remedy and, but there's things like you can't be as rough and like, I'm not trying to, you know, I don't always get to set things down gently. And, you know, if you're on rocks and you can just, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, this thing is not indestructible, but you know, you, you can handle it like you would want to handle it, you know, right? Like think about your favorite gun you've ever shot. It's probably not 
shining like a diamond. It's beat up. I mean, there's there's, there's blood, there's mud, there's war stories on it. And like, that's where I think my favorite tools in, in my life, hunting life. Sorry, hold on just a second. favorite tools in my hunting life are, are a lot of, they almost look like they probably will be family heirlooms i think we hope the water feather is something like that like just something that it's just old faithful man like tie it up drag it here put it there you can put a dog on the back you know knowing that in the summer if you want to fish you can put a cooler back there it's not going to fall off if you you know if you want to you know fish out of it you know you know the, the seat we're designing right now is pretty extensive but it's going to be a chair you can use to you know, like lay down in to, to, to set up in to, to operate a boat in or, to, you know, to kayak and spend time with your kids in the summer. If you go to, a, you know, a lake on a weekend, you take, you know, it, we want the water feather to be like the family dog, man. Like it's, it, it's just something that goes everywhere with you. Like it can do it all, you know, right, and, yeah. you know, it's, it's like the blind we just made, the blind we part of Mossy Oak, we just made like the blind, you know, we make it domestically and cutting so domestically is like a dinosaur bone and it's hard to find. And it's like, guys have said, man, like, you know, man, how much does it cost to make? It's like, dude, we're literally almost breaking even on it for customers to blend in. It's like, but it's a chance to partner with Mossy Oak. Like Mossy Oak, when, when, when we partnered with them, it was like, or, I mean, talk about out of body. I mean, it was like, oh my gosh, like we're going to get a chance to partner with Mossy Oak. Like that's, that's something that's been in my house my whole life, man. Like my, my grandfather was wearing bottom land when I was a, you know, I, I still have my grandfather's bottom land. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Like that right there yeah. was like yeah. j- just the, just them to like invite us in as a startup and know that, you know, we're a startup. and But just to work with us and get us our, you know, our fabric and then us design a blind that when people get, they're like, dude, this stuff is like, this stuff is like heavy. Like you're not going to poke a reed through this thing ever. Like, I mean, you're not going to, like, it, it's just made to, to last. And I mean, I'm not saying it'll last generations but it's going to last more than you know 30 hunts in a season which most of the stuff i've owned it just doesn't do that you know so we just have tried to be but anyway you, you talked about the boat going back to it like the dog platform for us and it, it's a system that we're it's evolving but it's just being able to put your dog behind you um it, it's you know obviously when you're in transport you're probably going to put your dog in the front of the boat where most people would because you have a motor on the back but when you get to where you're going and you know, you, you, you know, you, you tuck it back. It's like your dog can sit behind you. You, it's just more, you're able to move around and have the, the, you know, agility to, to make all the shots. You know, how many times have you been hunting with a buddy and you swung the barrel and like, I can't shoot that. He, my buddy's right over there. Or, you know, it's like we want to make it so that hunter could have, you know, full access to what's in front of them. Um, we, we made it low profile. So, you know, you didn't have to have a step system for a dog to get up and down. It's like, the sides of the boat where the scuppers are, it's like the dog can literally walk up and down. You can grab him by the collar and he can take one step and he's in the back of the boat. The drain on the back of the boat, who wants to put a $5,000 duck dog set in ice cold freezing water, you know, in the, in the dead of winter. So we, so we put the drain, which, you know, our boat is patent pending, but like the drain that the, the drains through the, the middle of the scupper goes back into the water, which I think is common sense, but I'd never seen, um, you know, um, the scupper holes, I mean, just the ability to climb up in the boat from any place and get in and out of it and not tip it over. One of our good buddies lost two of his dogs in a high bank creek in a canoe. One of them, you know, lunged out and tipped the canoe over and, and two of their dogs drowned. And we just thought, like, we included that in just, the, you know, a lot of guys, they don't, 
they may not have have a dog that's a trial dog or that's uh you know that's, that's had the best training it may have it may lack in boat manners great bring him with you that's your best friend man put him behind you so you can hunt with him longer maybe he'll get the manners but in the meantime he's not going to turn your boat over and lose all your your gear and you know like just things like that i thought were very functional and, and you know and jeff and i mean all the credit to jeff and the team man like these guys it, this is not like tonight i'm a mouthpiece for this but like i speak for all of us i mean this is not one person i mean jeff is obviously incredibly talented in, in business and decision making and obviously he hunts for whitetail edge i mean one of the best teams you know in terms of bow hunting you know on on tv but Jeff is a, you know, he is an avid outdoorsman and, you know, Jeff listens and takes account for everybody's opinion. Like if you, if you talk to Jeff or any of us and made a a recommendation, I promise you it is noted. It is noted. That's what's kind of cool about our next video we're about to produce is like one of the customers made a comment and we, we already, we already made our first modification that we could make functionally in, in all the demand that we've had that just is something simple. We had a brush strap to the front of our blind. Because some people hunt in different areas and they, in the very front of their blind is the most important part because it's exposed. So like, we don't have brush straps on the front. Can you add them? Well, yeah, we can add them. So we just made a modification. A customer recommended it. You know, like we are like by the people for the people. I mean, like we are part of the constitution at this point. I mean. <laughs> yeah. You made, you made so, a comment about something, uh, the, the seat. So like on my kayak that I'm glad you guys are doing what you're doing because on my kayak, the, the stock seat works fine. If you want to paddle to and fro and you want to fish, it's great. It's mesh. It's comfortable. The whole thing. The problem was when I go to lay down with my blind, I built on there. Well, I couldn't lay down with that seat comfortably. So what, what we did was I had to get my brother to aluminum or weld aluminum for me make a box we put some rubber stoppers in the bottom of it i painted it down i put grip tape on it then i had to buy a you know hundred and some dollar mo marsh invisalounge seat and then great seat great seat by the way i love love mo marsh's seat is incredible yeah so i i it is a great and i'll even use it uh straight on the ground in the decoys everything but with my kayak i had to spend more money and go out of my way to make this system. When, when yeah. people see it on, on my videos online, they're like, Hey, uh, how, how, how'd you make your seat? What is your seat? What is, cause they see that it's elevated so that it doesn't push the bottom of the kayak down. So you don't lose draft and things like that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah we had to do like all this BS to get it to work. Uh, so that it worked for me and I only really use it on a lake and on river systems. So it's not like I be, I'm even in tidal water. I'd imagine I'd have to modify five other things if I got into tidal water real heavy. So, yeah, but that's the beauty of like the, the fabric of us as, you know, um, the water bugs. I mean, the guys that grew up around the water, it's like, we are the most ingenious species of hunters there there ever was i mean like we all will modify and tweak and you know anything whether i mean that's just how we are but we've tried to design something that gets everybody closer to what they're aiming at right it's like what's the use of putting a scope on a gun if it's fogged up now it's in the way right so we're trying to create a little create a little clarity when, when we design something is getting somebody closer to you know i told a guy the other day um he had called in and the call was routed to me and, you know, guys were on lunch and he called me and, and I, I spoke to him and he was talking about, you know, getting the boat to stay still. And I was like, well, cut you some poles and, you know, you know, stake it down through the scupper holes. And he was just like, 
well, don't you got, I mean, you guys should make it like a, like a pole. I was like, well, they have power poles and stuff, but it's like, that's not our, that's not what the initiative of this company probably ever will be. It's just, we want to get guys closer to the finish line than they were originally expecting to start. Right. So how many times have you walked in a place to hunt and you left the truck and you walk in the woods and it's like all these trails funneled right here and I'm 30 yards from my truck. Like, wow, this is awesome. You know, this is the, this is the, the tip of the funnel. Right. And we're trying to be the tip of the funnel for as many people as we can be. We're trying to, you know, like the chair, the chair, we want the chair to be adjustable. We want to, you know, have, you know, just all, you know, we don't want it to set flat because I don't want to fish on my butt. And we got a lot of guys like this boat right now. I'm telling you, this boat is like, talk about crappie fishing, fishing wise. I mean, is that's probably even better. It's probably more designed. I mean, for that, for most people than it would be hunting, you know, most people wouldn't even put a deer in it, which you can hold a deer and all your deer and everything else. But, you know, or duck hunting, they, they may want to fish in it. Well, I know one thing, you're not going to, I don't want to fish on my butt. I want to be up off the ground, but I don't want to, but I want to be able to adjust the height. You know, I may want to sit in like a bar stool, kind of like a, like a more upright. Well, the chair, I'd like it to adjust, you know, a foot and a half up. You know, I'd like it to, you know, I'd like it to, you know, lay down. If I'm going to lay down and, and duck hunting, I don't want to be laying in the water. If I'm in, you know, tidal water and there's waves, we have a high gunnel to keep water out of it. But if water comes into it, I don't want to be laying in the water. So I, I want to be, you know, up off the ground or it's like almost like, a, you know, my favorite chair to hunt in, in the woods is a turkey chair. You know, it's like, it's just, it's got something, it, they're so comfortable. It's like they make, why don't they make deer hunting chairs like turkey feet? Like seriously, like, I mean, I don't know. It's like you get a, you know, a, a big game hunting chair and it's like, this doesn't even fit in with the profile of the landscape. Most places you hunt are on the ground. I can't even hardly pivot it. We're like, you know, they make some pretty awesome low profile, semi reclining turkey seats that have, you know, ergonomic feet that are, that, that adjust, that are balanced, that you can set on the edge of a hill or, you know, up, you know, tucked up against, you know, different um, stump, you know, obviously stumps, the root systems are all, you know, they're diverse. You know, I, I, I would think the same thing for, uh, you know, for, for the boat. See, but only that is, is one that's adjustable front to back because some guys are going to run a mud motor on it. You know, our, our, our boat, you talked about ratings. They're, it's D-rated. So, like, you know, 320 is the D-rating. Two horsepower is D-rated. You know, like, if you go above these, you're going to avoid the warranties on them. But this boat is absolutely capable of handling most people like me and you. Like, we're going to modify things. Like, I'm going to buy something and look it over and work it over and think, okay, this thing says it can hold 400 pounds. And then, you know, next thing you know, you've got 600 pounds sitting in it. Don't get me wrong. It's not that we wouldn't recommend that to somebody that is, well, it's like how many guns you have. It's like this thing, I can shoot a hundred yards with this. And then you end up killing a deer with the, that slug gun at 200 yards. You put the crosshairs on his back and, you know, yeah, you make a Wyatt Earp shot, but it's like, it can do it, but it's not what it's designed for. But most importantly, we made it rated to where, the guy that called us last week and said, I'm 65. I'm turning over a new page in life. I want to do something adventurous. I think I'm going to do this. And I was want to seek your advice. We got a, we got a river next to the house. You know, it rained a lot. It's like, Hey man, I wouldn't enter flooded waters in a boat. You know, it's like just as you know, goodwill to a customer. It's like, if you've never done it, I wouldn't take your boat out in flooded waters. Right. Um, but the capabilities of this vessel is we're still learning them. I mean, like it, it still has exceeded, well, we sold hundreds of boats in 90 days. I think we've been in market less than 90 days. And we have yet to have 
anything fail, any, any negative feedback, any returns, it's almost like, hey, man, did you know you could do this to it? Or, hey, the only thing I would tell our customer base is you got to know how it's made to know how hmm. you, you know, it's like, the inception of the product will tell you how it could be easily destructed. What makes the product is heat. What can destruct it is heat. But also, is you, if you ever deform your boat, you can go in your house, boil a pot of water, go out and dump it on your boat, and literally reform it right back to how you want it. And that allows the boat to be, you know, the heaviest boat we make is 58 pounds. Most of our boats are between 55 and 56 pounds. So... Well, I, I, the versatility of this thing is what, what drew me to it. I, You were talking about fishing. I think around here on the Chesapeake, uh, I don't know if you guys really know about this, just where you're from, but snakehead fishing over here is huge. Like, there, everybody I know wants to do it. It's uh, even my dad, my dad fishes out of the Atlantic and uh, with his boat, his center console, but even he's like, man, we we should go try a snakehead fish. And we, you know, a lot of guys like being around these, these real shallow well, salt marshes. Well, we got to talk about this. I, I want you to educate me on this. Cause I, if, if that's something big in your area, I would love to honestly come out, shake your hand, look in the eyes and learn because you know, if, if this makes a diehard snakehead fisherman get closer to his goal, we would even consider like, you know, like diving more into it. That's the one thing you're going to get with us, man. Like, and this is what's different too is, we are, we are, we are all about learning about the, the the niches in different areas of what people do. But the guys in Wisconsin are like, hey man, we got the boat, man. The the water freezes up in two weeks. This was like five weeks ago. We're like, what? And and then I'm like thinking like, wow. And then I we we, we you know we get our dealer down in Florida, which we have a dealer over I think by you guys, um, uh, Gary Percival. If you follow us on Facebook or Instagram, I mean Gary is one of the best humans you'll ever meet, but um, I, I'm throwing him a shout out because I, I'm telling you guys in y'all's area can go put your hands on a boat over there. Gary is an amazing human. Him and his son, Max, I mean, his son's like 11. They, 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 they're avid hunters. It, it's, it's like, you know, my goal in life to have my, my son's two and a half, but to grow up and do that kind of stuff. But anyway, I would love to learn these things because I learned like when they say, how's this going to hold up on a muscle bed? I was like, I, we have no idea. We've never done it. But then we've learned that, you know, when you're going to be around stuff like that, you need to protect your boat. Well, what, you know, with the MSDS, what would be compatible for that? We're still, you know, evolving. People say, can you use Gator Glide? Well, yeah, you can, but you're going to have to reapply it more because polyethylene doesn't bind as well. So we're, we're, we may even consider making a special bottom for certain areas to help people out, you know, just to, just to preserve their product, you know. And then one guy will say, well, you, know, you don't sell as many boats. We don't care. Like, we don't care if we sell a million boats or 500. It was getting one person our boat and then liking it. I mean, that, that was, that's what our, that's what our company was built on. And if that's, if it's, you know, if, if it's life expectancy is selling 500 this year and that's it, that's fine. I mean, we, we absolutely overachieved, but I think to, to help it perform long-term is your boat, it lasting your, you know, as long as you can possibly make it last. And I think that's understanding the environments and how it's used and what it's used for. But in our area, crappie fishing is huge, huge. Right. And yeah. it's like this thing, dude, you can pick up like a suitcase, man, and walk out there, throw it down, put a cooler on the back on the dog platform. You could set on the cooler if you wanted to. I wouldn't recommend it, you know, long-term because it probably wouldn't be ergonomically right. You got to get a, 
And I mean, it's wide enough it can handle all. I mean, you could set it in a lawn chair. Actually, my favorite seat for my boat, my personal boat that I use is a milk crate. It just fits my, like the, 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 the angle of my, you know, my legs that are flat to my, my shin bone to the bottom of it. I, if you saw my boat today, it would have a milk crate in it. I, I hunt out on, I sit on that a lot. I just, I prefer it. I definitely would like, I'm ready for our chair to get done so I can have a back to it. Right. But, yeah. um, but I would love to even pick your brain more about the snakehead stuff. I mean, just to learn about that, uh, just to help. Cause if somebody calls and they ask for some, I've ever heard about this. I would love to, you know, to be able to educate our team to know like, Hey, you know, Ben knows the most about it, even though he's never done it, or we could refer them to somebody over there that, you know, is an expert in it that would help them make sure they get what they want. You know? Yeah. Another thing that's really big over here that I, I think that this, especially the color, the color is perfect. I think this thing would be great for is uh, we lay out boat hunt on the Susquehanna Flats out of Haverter Grace, Maryland, on the bay a lot, and uh, that's I mean thir- you know thousands, tens of thousands of birds coming down the river every morning uh, in the winter time and uh, hunting out there for divers, and this thing at- could be used as a layout boat, and uh, because because it's already gray, I know it's not. It's not tight knit like a layout boat is, but I think that this thing could be used in six to ten feet of water out on the flats on the grass beds. I I think with an anchor, you could you could hunt. You could even use this as a layout boat if you had a regular boat and you wanted to use this as another tool in your tool belt. You could just get a couple uh, gray burlap blankets spray paint some dark gray or black dots on them. And you could probably use this thing as a layout boat as well, which would be a, a a hit over here. Now, obviously you got your big names like UFO and such and in layout boat, uh, that whole society. But, uh, I I don't think, I I think it's a great tool because it could be versatile in that way as well. I, I believe it could be used that way. I mean, that's what it's used. I mean, that's what so that you say that, but that's the only way really it's used in this area. I mean, in terms of, duck hunting is most people actually you know especially in the winter here they'll, they'll drag them out on side by sides in the cornfields put their put their blind on them or brush them in with stalks or whatever and then lay out in fields in them in in the boats because i mean they're obviously big enough to lay in i mean they have plenty of room to lay down in them but right. most that's how most people use them so um you know I, I always refer to it as a sneak boat because you know i'm a big game hunter and i i love to use this as scouting but i mean a, some of the best places to hunt in any place. And I would tell any listener is you find a, you know, a, a great water system go out there and lay on a hit this thing, brush it in, lay on a beaver dam and watch, you know, 140 inch buck come across that beaver dam and boom, you just pop out of it and bust it. I mean, like that's literally like a way to hunt easily because in a lot of these deer that grow up around water, they don't see water as a barrier. They just don't. I mean, they just go. I mean, if, if you know what I'm talking about, you may or you may not. But around where we're yeah, at, yeah, deer swim. Mean. I mean, they'll swim across the river. So it's like that's another way to hunt big game. So, but most people that call in say, "Hey, we like your layout boat," which you know I'm kind of new to all of that. Um, but I, uh, but I definitely would say that that's the way it's used for the most is is to layout hunt in. You know, whether it's in the, you know the, the in, you know the the delta or um, you know, the Florida's obviously big time duck hunting, um, the, the Northeast, I, I've never hunted over there, but, um, you know, they've obviously bought a ton of the blinds, um, you know, for that's what they're for. The blinds have the, have the buckles on them so you can remove them and leave the blind on year round. If you want to have a camo skin on it, 
Um, but also the doors actually swing open because the first layout hunt I was ever in, the doors would barely open and I couldn't get my gun shouldered to make the shot. Well, so that's why we put buckles on the block. So like the doors, like they open up like easier than, you know, a, a door in your house. They just fly open. So, but yeah, uh, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. I, I, that's what, that's like I said, it's what drew me to it. I, I think the, uh, I know you guys are, are, out in the center of the u.s and and it's completely different over there in most scenarios but the tidal marshes around here i when i saw you guys had made a blind system for it uh that that's a big deal because over here that's what a lot of either they're hunting local lakes and they have to tuck up on the edge or majority of the guys that i hunt with they're hunting in salt marshes, tidal water, water levels from six inches to three feet. Might have a little bit of chop, but like if you get tucked back in, you're fine. And and uh, but you got to be concealed because when, once they get Chesapeake Bay, these birds are getting burned up and they they go stale real quick. So you got to be yeah. hidden. So the that's what guys like about uh let just say like the beaver tail systems and like uh kayak hunting that's why it was it's so big around here um and that's why a boat like your you, you guys boat is uh is such a big deal because it around here everybody wants boats like that because screw putting a giant uh blind on your regular boat and trying to hide in a tidal marsh with six inches of water it's not easy but if you can tuck up in some frag grass you know, then you got it made. And so that's what, that's how guys around here kill pins and red redheads and things like that. Teal. So, you know, that, that's a, it's a big deal. And I, I think the, the boat could be very successful here. Yeah. Um, I, I would encourage all your listeners in, in your region. Um, you know, Gary Percival is, is in Westchester, Pennsylvania. I, and I can give you the, con, you know, his contact info, you know, after our, after this ends and you're more than welcome to share it, but the Gary, like I said, I mean, for guys that want to put their hands on stuff, you know, not every, you know, not everybody just gets online and hits shop now and they're on your website and they buy it. And that's fine. Some people, you know, they feel like our website's all inclusive enough to, you know, just go buy one. But I would encourage any listener to, if they want to put their hands on one, to, to, to get in touch with Gary. He's in your region. Um, he's an amazing person, but it gives them a chance to kind of see it and you know, he could even, I mean, he's, he takes, he just does a great job. And we've been, you know, very strategic with the people that we, um, like I said, our company's very relational. So like our dealers are, they're family, man. I mean, like, you know, we're all doing different things, but like Gary's one that he's like all about helping grow, uh, you know, a, I mean, he just saw it from in, in, in inception, like this product is just, and what's crazy is Gary had our very first boat that we ever made with our last, you know, with, our, with the, the previous boat model that we made. It was a fiberglass boat. He still actually has one of them. But, you know, and I think that was kind of what did it in for us. He's like, dude, this thing is just like incredible. And I'm like, he's been hunting his whole life. He's like, I swear this is, he gave us a lot of confidence as a customer. And then we invited him to be a dealer uh, to serve that area. But I will tell you this, and, and I, I will tell you this to all your listeners, man, the guys in y'all's region, they are legit. I mean, these guys are, and I know there's a lot of hunting pressure in some of these regions, but they are extremely knowledgeable. Um, they, they, they taught me more than I probably ever will taught them, uh, taught them already. Uh, and I want to give them props, man, because I, I, I've enjoyed all their conversations. I had a guy there that said, Hey, let me teach you something. And I said, sure. He said, well, I appreciate you letting me say this. I, yeah, I'd love to. He said, 
you know, why don't you, uh, you know, match? He said, you know, how did you grasp yours in? And I explained it. He said, why don't you, you know, get online and look up and get some real matching stuff. And the first hunt, like right afterwards when I got the grass in from our, you know, like the synthetic grass, I mean, and, and Brett sat next to me and we had a hundred mallards come in. Uh, you know, it was like, what the, like, you know, it, 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 I don't know, like something that where we just kind of like, ah, just throw some stuff on it here and there and use these brush drafts. It's like, yep, no, that yeah. stuff is, is a big, that stuff's a big deal, man. I mean, a lot of people that are getting into it, you know, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, that one hunt inspires them to hunt forever. Right. It's like chasing the dragon. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I, funny enough, we hunt some local lakes here and, and rivers and our drought has been so bad this year that water levels are down enough that we can't make ethical shots from the woods cover. So I actually took burlap, gray spray paint, and great stuff canned foam, high density, and I sprayed it through both sides of the burlap and made rocks. And we, I have me and one other guy now have rock blankets, and we're gonna we're gonna hunt right on right on the shore uh, with rock blankets. That's so awesome. we, you know, uh, that's you're right. It is it's very uh, it's dense hunting pressure over here, and you got to be on it if unless the birds are, are first day green, you better be on your shit or you're not killing. And that's it's just how it is. You got to scout and you got to hide, and those are the number the number one number two thing: scout hide. And uh, you can put out one decoy or a hundred, but you scout and you and you hide. And so that's it, you guys' boat is is perfectly compatible uh, with with all of that. That's why that's why I was saying like it's it's perfect for guys nowadays because guys want to be able to hide as as good as possible. And uh, the low profile of the boat, uh, the fact that you guys already have a blind built and you're working on this chair system, that's a big deal. That's definitely a big deal. Yeah, and. And, and the and the dog blind is it, it will be out in 2024. That in the chair, um, you know, a system to hide your dog on the back. Where nice. you know, not everybody has got a you know a dog that you know it blends in or you know that well whatever. I mean, you know, it's it different different scenarios. I mean, we've seen some pretty cool stuff. Um, just you know, they've done with the boat in different scenarios, and we tried to share a lot of that. But um, but I, I want to tell you this: I I would be willing, you know, for your listeners just for tuning in, and you know, obviously. You know, your your devout following is, is offering a discount code through through your, um, you know, through your your podcast. Uh, to you know, if, if guys are you know, if it, if it's a financial decision and they're on the fence and they're just like, you know, this is what I got. It's like if it if it makes it any easier, and, and we do have a you know, Gary being the dealer in that area. I mean, Gary will have his own promotions, but that will offset a lot of the shipping costs because shipping is the big thing that we learned. Now we, we started our own courier service, which is kind of a really neat story, but you know, the, the, the commercial, you know, um, LTL freight is, you know, it really, it, it puts, puts a lot on, on guys. So we, we started our own. So, I mean, we, we, we deliver boats to, to, to a dealer and then it's in your area. Or if, if somebody, let's say one of your listeners is out of Georgia and wants a boat, we can drive a boat instead of it them paying $700 through FedEx. We can, get a boat shipped down there for, you know, 400 bucks. And that's, and that's literally what it costs to, to, to drive with a hotel and meals and gas. I mean, one of our employees will drive them the boat personally. Like people cannot believe this. They're like, man, you, your boat came with it. I ordered it yesterday. It was here in two days. A lot of people call and say, how long does it take to make our boat? It's like, no, dude, we make 40 a week, we make 40 a week, every week. And some weeks we make 32 because we didn't like the quality of boats. We've looked at them too much. We chop them up and make them again. Um, but you know, we have uh, an inventory that's, you know, it's been strained because of our, our demand, but 
you know, um, Black Friday, you know, we offered our biggest discount of the year. I would tell anybody if they're, they ever want to buy a boat, um, Black Friday will always be our biggest deal. It's 25% off. They get the boat for 900 bucks. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much giving it away, but it's a way to, to get the boat in people's hands. But we don't offer a lot of discounts because the boat is already, which they'll find out is already discounted. But um, anyhow, just to throw that in. Yeah, I think you guys will have the ability to, and I, and I know that you guys aren't business forward about you know the community, but I, like this boat will have a million ways to Sunday to accessorize this thing. And you like you guys will have the ability to do it t- down the road if you want to. You know what I mean? Like you already are doing the concealment oh, systems and stuff. You guys are going to be able to like really do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, what we don't want to do though, and I'll say this like just you know as you know just being transparent is we just don't want to have we just really want to stay away from the junk you know one of the the things that broke the camel's back for us was remember having three boats in the garage and couldn't fit your kid's bike in the garage so it's like from inception was to get things that you want to use and that you need that actually work when you need it so any ideas you guys have that you know you guys think hey this is what we want this is what we need like we're all about going down the rabbit hole and figuring it out and designing and engineering it um, you know, like we, we, we would, I mean, even if it, it's something that works with, you know, maybe, maybe you have a boat that you like and, or somebody does anybody and they want to keep that boat, but they need something that can fit on ours that fits on theirs. We're, we're, we're all about just, I don't know, man, we're all about the community. Really. It's just, I mean, I, that's why I want to jump on your podcast and I, and I, you know, I, I'm always open to, to talking, um, to people that are passionate, man. Like I just, there's so much to learn and I, and I, I know not everybody's that way. There's always that guy that's like, I ain't telling anybody where to hunt because they're going to take my hunting spots. I've always been the guy, and, and Brett's sitting next to me. He knows this, and he's got experience in doing this. But I'm always the guy to, to take somebody's kid out or take a buddy out who's never done it and put him in my best spots. And, you know, my brother-in-law, if he's listening in one of these days to this, he'll hear, I took him hunting for the first time, and he killed a booner. I mean, he killed a booner. I, I've never even killed a booner. And it's like, everybody's like, are you kidding me? It's like, dude, it was the best experience of my life watching him shoot a booner. It was like, a. I just, I want to make it better for somebody else. And and that's what we all stand for. I mean, think about how many days we've missed in hunting season this year for other hunters. And we've loved every second of it. I mean, seriously, I've hunted the least I've ever hunted in my life. And I've I've had so much fun just seeing y'all hunt, you know? Yeah, my my friend Matt will probably listen to this and hear this. Uh, He's a new waterfowl hunter. um, And I spent the entire early season trying to get him a wood duck and myself and my buddy Dylan, who we hunt with passed up many shot opportunities just because we were only focused on him shooting a wood duck and then, and some mallards and things like that. We just, but, but that's just it. Like, you know, and I tell people that they're like, man, you, I'd have been, I'd have been shooting. I'm like, no, you wouldn't have, because if you were in the situation I was in and you were, the, my goal was, hey, he's going to do it. And, you know, if that's your goal, that's, that was my goal. And, and, you know, so it's, it's different, but yeah, I, I'm the same way. I think it comes with maturity and in hunting. Um, I'm, I'm an avid whitetail hunter as well. Uh, avid turkey hunter. And, um, I've spent probably the last three or four seasons trying to get other people birds and, and successfully, uh, and during turkey season sometimes, but, uh, that, that, those are my goals now. I don't, I have two sons that are coming up and one day they'll be, that'll be my goal is for them to, to experience it. So I, I love passing it on the, the same as you do. Brett can attest. He's sitting right here. I mean, last year we, 
took him out. We slammed one, what, about two hours into your, the first time of the year. I mean, mm-hmm. Brett, I mean, Brett, I mean, you know, I mean, we're grown men. It's like, you know, he's from the Pacific Northwest, had not whitetail hunt a lot. Hey, come up here to my place, took him out and took him to the jungle and hit the bleak can in late season. And here we heard this sloshing through the mud. He's like, what is that? I was like, that's a deer. And here he comes, 10 point buck, come walking right up. And <laughs> Bunny, he, he's a good shot. I mean, he's, he's a lot of moving things because that thing stood still and he's, wow. I mean, he dropped him in his tracks. <laughs> it was fun though, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, Brett, how did you get into uh, and working with these guys at, at Waterfeather? Uh, just from being out here and getting to know Ben, what, eight years ago now um, through coaching baseball. And, uh, you know, I was a, a big uh, waterfowl hunter out in the Pacific Northwest and moving out to this side of the country, uh, you know, getting diving into the baseball stuff even more. I was so busy and, and didn't have the – you know, the time to be traveling around and learn the whole new area. So I got into whitetail hunting more and, and now, you know, back into some waterfowl hunting with, with Ben and these guys using the boats and whatnot. So, um, yeah, that's how I, I got to know all of them when I moved out here about eight years ago. Yeah. And real quick, I mean, Brett, Brett, Brett would be a good thing. Brett, Brett, how, what are you, six, eight? Six, six, yeah. Six, six. I mean, in like, how would you say the water feather? You know, I mean, you're, I mean, you're like they're perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, back in the Northwest, you're, you're hunting out layout boats. You're also hunting in rye grass fields out of layout blinds, you know, setting those up on the, the side of, uh, you know, you're hunting the edges out there because rye grass field farmers aren't going to allow you to, you know, tromp through their fields and, and set stuff up that way. And, um, and also you have no hide. The only hide you have is on the edge. So, you know, using those layout lines and then being in one of these boats, like it's nowhere close. The, the thing you can be probably Yao Ming and lay one, lay in one of these things and be just fine. Right. Um, I, I will say I'm kind of jealous of you because uh, it, it sounds like you're still getting to do things that are new to you, like in terms of like you kill a 10 point there and like, you know, there's, I, I wish I could go back and like, like redo my firsts of like waterfowl. You know, I've been around a ton of waterfowl and forever and stuff. So I'm, uh, I'm kind of jealous of that. I, that's gotta be so fun to be able to experience things for the first time like that and stuff. So, but, Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you come from, I didn't hardly big game hunt at all out in the Northwest and come out here and, and now I'm just in the thick of it and the, you know, the whitetail hunting and I turkey hunt a little bit out there, but you know, mainly, it was all waterfowl hunting. And so now I've gotten to learn two different sides of the country and, and a number of different uh, ways of hunting. So it's been, been pretty neat. All right. So we're, we're almost at the hour mark of recording here. And what I want to do is uh, we can finish this thing out with, I want to look into the future and uh, Ben, what do you think? And even Brett, if you want to chime in on this, like, what do you guys think the, the future five years from now, what does it look like for Waterfeather? Every, you know, everybody who's a business owner or in a, a, a business has some idea of, of what they want to take this thing to. Like, what do you guys think? Like, what do you, what do you think it, it looks like five years from now? Um, I think, I think for me, um, it's highlighting probably, you know, first off with inception, um, I'm going to throw out two names, Chris Utroska, uh, I met, on my very first ever guided duck hunt well, this last January at uh, Papa Duck Lodge in Arkansas. And Chris is the, the guy that everybody sees in our videos. And we were hunting a blind. And, you know, long story short, 
He's like, dude, what the hell are you shooting at? I'm like, I mean, these teal were like freaking rockets, man. I mean, the last two days of their season out there in, in, in Arkansas, and he was laughing. And some of my buddies were like, damn, man, he's kind of being hard on you. I was like, he's being dead serious. I'm like shooting their tail feathers off, you know? And um, anyway, got to know Chris at the lodge. And I mean, this guy is, dude, he's a pro, man. I mean, this is a, this is a public land, you know, in Mississippi, like some of the heart of, you know, duck hunting. And this dude knows everything. But anyway, is it ties into Chris is one of, the superstars of this entire initiative because he has educated and taught and shared ideas about the product. And it leads us to being open in five years. We want a community. We want a devout base of people that value us as, as a, almost as a person, like as, as one person, like um, somebody that they can count on, whether it's, ideas or maybe guides or public land or regions or you know maybe like brett with you know whitetail hunting never whitetail hunting you know you got a lot of blacktail mule deer and stuff like that they've never whitetail hunting gets here we meet each other coaching and become you know super close and we've you know hunted all over the midwest together now big game and it's like somebody that you just you can count on as a resource um you know i think dependability is your greatest ability just be a dependable neighbor to, to somebody um, but also somebody that is innovative, somebody that takes something and just makes it better. We're not going to reinvent the wheel. You know, we're, you're not going to, you know, trademark the word boat. You know, it's, it's, it's in common language, right, but yeah. you know, you, you know, you can make things, you can improve things and make it better. So I think that, and I think also with accessibility, there's still parts of the country, like whether it be Canada or Alaska, um, you know, I would even say the Caribbean that we've actually talked to people about, which is, uh, it's, it's wild to say this, but like, they just can't access our boat. They, it's just, it's, it's almost impossible to, to get boats, you know, whether it's to Alaska or whether it's, you know, like, which is crazy. We have boats in Alaska, but to get them up there regularly is very hard. Um, and to get them, you know, to, to where like, you know, down in South Florida where, you know, there's some great duck hunting, but like, it's hard to get boats, you know, 16 hours from the house, you know, and, um, you know, that's a risk, right? Um, you know, in terms of, you know, you know, just financially for a dealer or for, you know, a person or for an outfitter or, you know, making it more functional and affordable and accessible. But I think just growing the community, man, because guys like you have inspired me. Like just this conversation, it gets me excited because you're excited because that's, you know, it was four guys getting excited over this. And now it's like thousands. You know, when we start the, uh, when we start the page October or August 18th and have 5,000 plus followers, I mean, off of what one $5 ad that we just ran like right off the bat, like just here, let's just get it out there. And it's like, this is a lot of it's organic, you know, Chris sharing good information, showing people how you strap it down or showing people how you can, you know, throw gear in it or not, not only that, but also profiling the company. I think when people actually learn about us and you've helped that, but learn about Jeff and me and Brett and Mac and, Clucky and all these guys in our company, they'll realize like these guys are people that you, you just want to be associated with. And, I, and that sounds arrogant, but like we we try to be better every day than we were yesterday, and we we, we strive to provide like our very best efforts to all you know of our consumers. You know, yeah, it, it's not arrogance, man. I the way you guys are growing it, mostly organically and. 
and making a, a one, you know, this 100% American made product and something that you guys are willing to stand behind, something you aren't charging out the ass for, something that you guys uh, are willing to talk to others about. All of that combines, it kind of all at one point and it it makes for a solid business model and that i i think five, five years from now you guys will be just fine because i think the way that you guys are are growing this is not bs you know there's a lot of companies that feed bs we talked about it before you know uh, I, I'm not going to name any names, but there are some decoy companies that I can't even stand to see their product come across a sponsored ad on my Facebook because they're all made in Bangladesh and that's how, or China or wherever. And that's, that's how they make their money is they way overcharge for a product that costs them a dollar a piece to produce. And so it, it really irks me at, in a, a deep, inside of me level that I, I think that you guys, uh, the way you guys are building this is as genuine uh, and good hearted as, as someone can build a company. And the way that you, you know, your mission statement is I'm sure similar to what you just told me that you guys want to be uh, purveyors of the waterfowl community, the, the uh, whitetail community, you know, Turkey community. Uh, and, and you guys can, can be staples in those communities that people trust you know, people still trust G and H. Yeah, I, people don't trust. Well, I, I will say people don't trust Lifetime or Heyday, what whoever makes those. But the foam decoys that they make, where the paint chips off after eight hunts, people don't trust them. But they still pay three hundred dollars for six. But then G and H is making a one hundred percent American made product, and people have been hunting over those decoys for ye- decades. So it's, you know, you guys have the staying power with a good foundation, you know, you build everything with a good solid foundation. So we'll tell you what, that, that, that's, you know, I, I, I would say this, if you look Jeff Klump in the eye and he shook his hand, you just, you know, if you went hunting with him and something went down, you were coming out of the woods tonight. If you if an accident happened and, you know, I mean, like God forbid somebody fell off a tree stand, Jeff's carrying you to the truck. And that's the kind of hunting buddy, that we want our product to be, I think in essence is we want somebody that you want to lace up with in a big game, or you want to strap up with and go fight the forces of evil with, or you want to live next door to, and you leave the house on vacation, you know, your house is, you got good neighbor. We just want to be a good neighbor. And I think like Jeff and anybody, you know, Jeff, um, the parent company that he owns, mid America safety solutions, they provide security detail to utility contractors, or utility companies, but like they, you know, you know, flag traffic and, you know, like, I mean, they, they have a very dangerous job, but like Jeff is somebody that is the CEO that will go out there and flag traffic as an entry level employee. This Jeff Klump, I'm telling you, will do that. And if, if, if I can't wait till we go to some of these expos and some of these shows and people get to shake his hand and look him in the eye. I mean, all you can say is just thank you. Like, just thank you for, you know, and I mean, Jeff obviously played for me in college, but I mean, guys like Jeff and there's a lot of them, but Jeff specifically, you just want to roll up your sleeves and get to work with, man. He's not going to walk up to you and go, Hey, you need help doing that? Well, I'm dripping sweat. Yeah. I need help. You know, everybody knows that guy. That ain't Jeff. Jeff's going to do it. Like he's just, and I think everything that, you know, we've all embodied is, is it starts with him, man. I mean, it's just somebody that I think people will learn this about our company is just we're here to to make it right. We're here to do things the right way. We're here to learn from everybody. We don't know everything. We're 
you know, he started hunting for whitetail edge and been, been rising, you know, like, I mean, there, you know, Ben taught us all so much just for, just from us watching his show and watching him make mock scrapes. I mean, all guys want to do it. You know, Ben teaches you how to do it. I mean, those guys, they put God first and family first. And, you know, they're, you know, the whitetail edge team, if you ever heard them on the phone, I mean, they talk to each other like they're, like they're, like they're brothers. I mean, like, it's crazy. It's, it's awesome. And that's what I want with your community and, and you and, and others. I, I want to know you. I want to, I want it to be something that, you know, like, you know, I may not have what you want, but, I'm not going to give you bad advice and lead you away from what you're aiming at. You know, I want to be the scope that when you look through it, you can see through it. Not that's fogged up, you know, that's water feather. We just want to create clarity and be a, be a, be a tool for, you know, whatever you're trying to get done. All right, man. Well, uh, you and Brett, I'm so glad that you guys came on the podcast tonight uh, and, and we could record this thing because, I really believe in what you guys have going on, and I, I think your product is really cool. I think your product serves many, many purposes, and um, I want to see more of them around here for sure. Um, I, it's just I when I first saw it, I thought, man, that thing is. That's like, and your logo is sweet. I really like your logo, whoever did that. But I, hey, I, hey, hey, no, no, hey, and that's Tyler Spitzmiller. So I can't take any credit for that. That's Tyler, Dan Drollinger, Chris Utroska. Those dudes are absolutely MVPs uh, of, of this operation. So we can't take credit for that, even though it's, you know, it's like our logo, Tyler Spitzmiller. If you guys, if your listeners don't know who he is, look him up. Spitz is, if you've got, a, you know, your, for your podcast or any hunting club or any you know group of buddies, I mean, that's the guy I would contact and say, hey, would you make me a logo with every penny? The dude is a genius. Um, so, yeah. All right, guys. Well, like I said, I appreciate you guys coming on. I appreciate the info. Um, and I hope everybody enjoyed this podcast because there's a lot of knowledge in here and everybody can uh, go out, check these guys out, make sure to follow them on Instagram, Facebook, the whole thing. You know the deal. Um, and uh, give these things give these things a look. This is legit. So, all right. Thank you guys for coming on. Hey, we appreciate on. you. Hey, thanks so much. We appreciate you guys. All right, man. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.